Yeah, well, sort of with Toby. Um, I'm hoping he's en route. But, you know, driving around Joburg is like driving around Carmageddon. You avoid all the buses and all the potholes and the taxis. And, wow, we just made it here in the nick of time. So hopefully Toby is en route. My name is Liron Segev. I'm kind of hosting at the moment until Mr. Shapshak himself makes his way here. Um, just a quick usual reminder, the studio number is 861 Again, 861 Or you can hook us up on at cliffcentral.com on Twitter or the WeChat account, Cliff Central, Facebook, Cliff Central, Instagram, Cliff Central, boys, Cliff Central everywhere. Um, okay, so I suppose only one way to get this thing going is by getting it going. So a couple of big, big news happening in the tech world this um, this week. Um, we'll talk about iPhone, we'll talk about Sexpo, we'll talk about QR codes. Shit, we got like a whole mix today. Um, but I think let's start coming with something nice and chill that kind of everyone has been paying attention to. And that is the way that Microsoft has launched or has made the announcement that they're bringing um, Black, ah, sorry, Windows 10. And that's coming in. Um, next. Now, if you're in, if you know, we're currently sitting on Windows 7. So, um, you know, what happened to 8? So 8 came out. 8 was a bit of a tablet. Yeah, we've got Windows 8, but 8.1 because it became an update because we kind of all missed our beautiful start button that we used to on Windows. But, um, you know, then all of a sudden it went all radio silence and now they've announced Windows 10. Uh, he even made the joke, what happened to 9? Because 7, 8, 9, Okay, but um, Windows 10. So let's talk about that very, very quickly. So Windows 10 is now being seen as the next generation of the Windows operating system. Now, very surprising for Microsoft, what they did was that they've actually launched it or announced it now, but it's only going to be available towards the end of 2015. Why are they doing this? It's for something very, very smart, I think, is that they are saying that from now, anyone can download the preview version of Windows 10. Obviously, it's not a finished product. But once you download that preview, preview version of Windows 10, you're able to contribute and help towards making Windows 10 better. So it's the first time that Microsoft is very, very cleverly sourcing from the world, or we call it crowdsourcing, and trying to get informa- information and feedback to make the next version of Windows even, even better. So something new from Microsoft, they've never done that in the past. They typically would have opened up to developers and to their closed community, got some feedbacks about bugs, and then um, effectively released it out to the world. And then, you know, we get the normal software updates. So that is something different that Microsoft is doing. Um, and we want to see how that changes from Windows 7 and then 8.1 and 8, which kind of didn't go so well. Um, and almost a bit of kind of going back to their roots to saying, look, uh, not we stuffed up, but more of we understand that you guys want Windows, which is going to have, I don't know, something called Windows, not tiles. And uh, bring going back to their roots, giving us the start button. I've seen a couple of previews, a couple of kind of um, quick features, and it's actually looking like a really good, solid platform. And then just finally on Microsoft, um, on this Windows 10 announcement, what is really cool is that once again, they've gone back to their corporate infrastructure and 
if you've got Windows 7 or Windows 8 within the organization, you'll be able to do an update as opposed to a rip and replace. Now, that's quite critical and very, very nice that Microsoft is kind of finally going back to what they're good at, understanding the environments, getting feedback, and making changes as as they're going along. So that's the story with Microsoft and Windows 10. But wait, there is more out of Microsoft. Um, I don't know if anyone around is a gamer, but um, if you are, you would have known that Microsoft has finally released in South Africa the Xbox One. Now, oops, the Xbox One has been um, one of those kind of um, consoles that we've been waiting for. Um, Around the world, they've been lining up for it. And in South Africa, you're able to get the Xbox One now. And the price is 7,999 Rand if you go for the big boy, which basically comes with a Kindle, with a Connect bundle, not a Kindle, a Connect bundle. Um, also comes with a whole bunch of games or 6299, which is basically the lower end one, but still the Xbox one. It just doesn't have the Connect. Also comes with games. Um, Obviously, FNB is uh, quite a good, uh, you know, it's quite innovative and quite out there. And what they've done is they've given you some finance option at 299 Rand and at 399 Rand a month, you can get one of these Xbox, um, Xbox devices. Um, at the launch, um, which I was, which I was at, what they did announce was that these 70 titles which are coming to the xbox one so all those gamers out there better start saving there's some really really cool um titles available there are also some really cool exclusive titles which are going to be available only on the xbox one so your ps4 people are not going to be able to get their hands on that um so again something that we can look forward to getting in south africa um again it's available right now um 22 different titles are available right now from Sunset Overdrive Dead Rising 3 um Dark Dreams Don't um, Don't Die um Fighter Within ah I mean a whole bunch so if you're a gamer you clearly know the stuff you already have lined up you've already maxed out your credit card but hell well well worth um, was well worth waiting for and it's finally has arrived on our shores so that is kind of the two top Microsoft stories which are making their headlines at the moment. Um, something completely on the other side is obviously um, the iPhone um, disaster. Um, you know, iPhone has announced their new phones, the iPhone 6 and the 6 Plus, um, and with that came the iOS 8. And unfortunately, there was a bit of a stuff up with the software, and even once you downloaded it, it kind of played havoc with your phone. So... 250 million odd people had some serious issues with their devices. Um, Apple was obviously very quick to come, um, you know, to to come out of that, and they've released a little update, and that actually managed to fix to fix those issues. So if you are an iPhone user and you did do the first update, which was quite a big one, make sure that you go and check your update software again, and just download the little patch, which basically makes your iPhone usable. Um, of course, if iPhones are said to be usable in the first place, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, yep. So that's the story. Those two, the two big ones making, making their news. Um, something else that's very, very interesting and kind of made, made its headlines recently is that, um, Mark Shuttleworth has actually won, um, 250 million rand, which the Reserve Bank now has to pay him back. Um, this was a big fight that he's been having, and Mark Shuttleworth's whole um, his whole push is to say, look, 
living in South Africa is very hard. Trying to um, do international international kind of work, we can be competitive with international companies from South Africa is just way too hard. There's too many restrictions, too many controls, and he had to. He was actually forced to immigrate. And during that time, there was a bit of a legal issue with what, how much of his money can he take out or not. And again, that's what he's been fighting for. So he's finally won his little case. Um, 250 million rand is not a little amount. Um, but how's this? Um, Mark isn't taking his 250 million rand and putting it into his bank account, but he's in fact putting it into a trust. And that particular trust is for anyone who wants to fight the constitution and they have proper claim against the constitution because he believes this whole foreign control is uh, unconstitutional. And that particular fund is there because fighting those legal battles are clearly expensive and not everybody can afford it. So he's made that, that fund available. It's been managed by lawyers, by judges, um, you know, by people who know what they're doing. So you can't just kind of tap into that. But if you do have a serious case against the South African Constitutional Court, you're able to use that fund and effectively get yourself heard and get proper representation to make, to make it kind of all seem feasible and worthwhile. So, that is Mark Shallower. 250 million rand he won, and 250 million rand he's put straight back into a fund. I guess he doesn't need additional 250 million rand. It's only 22 million dollars. Not a big deal for him. Um, so that is, that, that, that's him. Um, right. I think we're going to have to go into a quick music break. Um, just a reminder that you can obviously get a hold of us on 0861. Triple five one eight nine or at cliffcentral.com on Twitter. You can also get a hold of me. It's at L-I-R-O-N underscore S-E-G-E-V on Twitter. And we'll come back with some questions after the break. Check you soon.
breaking hearts again Oh dear friend Well I tried to tell ya That love would show ya That you would break your own heart in the end That you thought I'd ever know I'm gonna catch up with ya Said that don't hit your ass I'll photoshop you out this picture Making his surprise appearance at the 15-minute mark is Mr. Punctual himself, Toby Shapshack. She's traffic, hey? I've been out of the country for three days. I've come back to the most amazing, insane traffic. You traffic? Know, really, really crazy. Anyway, thanks to Liron for uh, always being a, a man in a bind. <laughs> always here. Um, interesting, uh, it's been such an interesting week. I mean, Leron's already discussed the, the, the Windows 10 launch. They just jumped straight past nine. Is there a meaning in that? You know, do we have to apply the same kind of digital Kremlinology that we do to Apple's inexplicable things? Uh, you know, so, so is there something in it or is it just a marketing ploy? Well, I, I reckon it's the same person who named the Xbox One after Xbox 360. <laughs> I mean, there's no logic to this. It's just more of a thumb suck. But uh, funny enough, I did see someone which might have made a little bit of sense, which reckons 
um, that a lot of the developers, and how's this, which is interesting, a lot of developers are hard-coded into their code saying if Windows OS version starts with 9, then do an action, like 95 or 98. Um, and in order to get away from all that, if they skipped to 10, it gave them some, some leeway. They don't have to rewrite a hell of a lot of code. So oh, is there oh, any well, value in what that? Tell, what it tell, but le- 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 kind of I must tell you. makes a lot of sense. Well, we have a, we have a, uh, a message here uh, on WeChat from Ydups. What is your view of moving from Windows to Ubuntu? He or she asks. I have an older laptop and I've seen how well Ubuntu runs and how fast it is. I'm just over Microsoft but can't afford a Mac. Um, well, I, uh, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different question really because, um, it's going to be learning a whole new operating system. And if you're not going to be learning Apple, you say you're prepared to learn Ubuntu. I think Ubuntu is much, I haven't, I really haven't played with it for a while, but every time I have played with it, I mean, it's been a few years, but you know, it's a very slick, very sophisticated operating system. I know lots of people, um, who live by it and swear by it. Jason Norwood Young used to run one, a version on an old ThinkPad that I think Dups was just really fantastic. And and they've improved it over the years. So you don't have to know Linux kind of to the root of it like you used to in the past with command comments. Yeah, it's real, it's use graphical user interface. Completely. And then you download OpenOffice as well. And then you are, you know, you're cooking. I mean, why spend the money? And it's a good way to repurpose an old machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it will definitely, to answer your question, it will definitely give your laptop a bit of a speed boost. Yeah, sure. Um, and visually, it's actually really great. Hey? I, I think it's very good. And, there, of course, everything else for it is free, all the software that sure. you could use and need. Um, oh, and, and you get to join the cool Linux club. So there's always… Yeah, and there's… Sure. Oh, man, there's oh, like geek the boasting are lining points, up hey? for that. Yeah. <laughs> the chicks are lining up. <laughs> <laughs> I run you know, Ubuntu. Mm. I, I see that the new season of of the Big Bang Theory started, yeah. and uh, there's a episode, episode two, season eight for the you know the, the, everyone <laughs> else. Yeah, the, there's a scene where um, Penny says something about you want me to be the teacher's pet, you know, and uh, everyone Leonard says hands up. Anyone who has ever been hurt because they were the teacher's pets and all of them <laughs> stick their hands up, all of the geese, you know. Love it. Um, yeah, it's really great. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, interesting times, interesting times for Microsoft. They have to do something drastic and dramatic, don't they? Because last year they sold, I think it was Gartner or IDC. Gartner yeah. said they sold only 14% of devices that connect to the internet. And that's, that's, that's the key thing, isn't yeah. it? It's no longer a computer market. It's a, you know, gadgets what are online market. You know, that's yeah, exactly that's that. really how things have moved. Well, it, you, it's moved to things yeah. that connect to the internet. Well, if, that's, if you see that their motto is cloud first, mobile first. Yeah. And that's a big change from the same company who said this internet thing is not going to catch on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, look, but the yeah, advantage of, um, you know, you know, what's the golden rule? He who has the gold makes the rules. So <laughs> they've got lots of gold in their, in their little kitty. So they can afford to take a little bit of a stab at something new. So, uh, you know, we were speaking about it before the break, um, that the nice thing is for Microsoft, the first time they're doing this is almost what I call crowdsourcing Windows 10. They've made a developer version, their version available to anyone, not just developers now. 
And for the next, I don't know, 10, 11 months, all they're going to do is get feedback from everybody, not just you know, the five geeks who get paid. By no, money. that's not true. They're going to get feedback from people who are willing to download, <laughs> to download it, try it, it sure. fix it. That's a, that, that implies a level of a level of in, in, sure. no, 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 technological sophistication, yes. but it implies a level of interest and technical know-how that the yes. average user just doesn't have. But I mean, it's like, you know, it's like I, <laughs> the way I think about football, for instance, it's very instructive. It's very interesting. Leron, you can laugh, but I, you Here know, I was, I was sitting in a coffee Stand shop, uh, uh, sitting in a, in a sports bar. In, <laughs> in, no, in Amsterdam, to, they had oh. all you can eat ribs. <laughs> so I went for dinner and there was two games of Champion League football on and I was list, there with this, this American couple. So I said to him, none of my friends would be in the remotest bit surprised that I'm getting my information about what's going on <laughs> from an American in Amsterdam. I mean, it's just completely yeah. upset. So, so I said to his, his girlfriend, there are a bunch of Americans who loved, who loved Liverpool and came to the Europe to watch a game and, you know, sure. took a week holiday. Anyway, I said to her, I said, you know, the thing about football for me is it's how I'm sure most women understand or hear what men, when men talk about sport, because when people talk about football, they could be saying blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. And that's really like how I, pro- sure. cause I just think it's a, it's a total farce. Firstly, none of the players are actually ever injured. Good. You know, no. and and but rolling around. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no Oscars you, you, you've there. You've seen my, my WhatsApp status. If no. I wanted to see um, my friend fail to score, I would take him out to the bar. Oh, that's minutes. you. <laughs> oh, I've been quite, I quoted that to these Americans. I didn't realize that was you. I'd right. obviously seen it and forgotten. Like, totally. I mean, it's just comp- anyway. So zero score. Um, anyway, but we digress. Um, yeah. But yes, I, Gareth Cliff, I saw your message there on, uh, on, uh, WeChat. I can see you. He says, ha, ha, ha. Liron <laughs> saves the day as Shapshak drags his ass in at 14.15. 14.15, just to go for the non sequitur is, sounds like a very appropriate time to start 14.15 and 16 seconds. Um, but yeah, I, I, you well, know, it's still, still interesting to see the fallout coming from, uh, from the Apple iOS 8 update. Yes. You know, I mean, it's really just carry and Bendgate. You know, it's like six, six, uh, six people have reported a problem, but it's, you know, the disproportionate reporting sure. that goes on around oh, Apple. It's just remarkable. But they're looking for it. I mean, realistically, it's kind of more like, oh my God, Apple did something wrong. It is yeah. no longer the Steve Jobs days. Quote, unquote. Ugh, yeah. Um, you know, but again, I can say that I'm having difficulties with it. I mean, some of the features I'm loving is that in the mail, you can just swipe left all the way and delete an email. Wow. Oh, like, I'm l- loving that. Almost like BlackBerry had like a year ago. Oh, really? <laughs> anyway, what? We are going to go down one versus the one. Look, I mean, um, I've seen six and I've seen the six plus. Um, um, a couple of people have had it, have brought it in from overseas, obviously. And you know, some people are really, really digging it, but some people are not so much. I don't know if the, the six plus. I don't know what your take on the bigger screen. If you're, I mean, do you go for that whole LG G3 kind of sizing? Are you kind of keen for a phone to be a phone? I, I, I have kind of resisted getting a bigger screen. It's, you know, I, I have to defend this all the time. People well, say to me, go for this. No, I'm not going for the BlackBerry <laughs> passport as you are holding in front of, you know, I mean, I was, it's interesting, like all the geeks in the office today, we were talking about it and I was saying, what, like, what do you think and what, what's your perspective of it? And, um, 
somebody said, you know, I said, it's a device aimed at the BlackBerry faithful. I really think that it's, it's, that's, that's who's sure. most likely to use it. And he said, sure, but you're talking about people who absolutely love their keyboard. Why hide it at the bottom of the screen so that you can't actually get to the edges? I mean, they listed a whole bunch of usability problems with having yeah. the, the, the keyboard at the bottom, which of course I hadn't had a chance to see. I don't know if you've had yeah, that problem. I've, uh, I've been using the device kind of constantly as my primary phone because I think that's the only way to kind of get a proper feel for, for, for a new device. And I must tell you, it's, I'm enjoying the tick, tick, tick of the old keyboard again. Yes, everyone is going, you know, when you pull it out, you're not the coolest kid on the block. Um, you know, but if you're confident enough to wear pink, you should be a right having a BlackBerry passport. Um, but the screen's awesome. I mean, yeah. the square screen, I must tell you, it just made us, it made me realize how we've managed to squint our eyes over the years and make do with a squish spreadsheet and zooming in and zooming out. And we've just accepted that to be the only way to operate when you're, out, when you're not in front of a PC or a tablet. So I really think they've done something right here. Um, as you said, it's for the prosumer. It's, you know, it's for your corporate guys who are. Yeah, it's out for the there. BlackBerry faithful. They, these, they love it. perfectly loves. There's some people that just love a keyboard. 100%. And, they, you and know. stick with it. it, it this isn't going to be for your kids who are going to say, hey, check me, look what I can do. Uh, and, that's, and again, they're quite realist and they're not aiming at these particular guys who are going to do that as, a, you know, as their main, main, main device of choice. But yeah. Uh, a quick question has come in via the Twitter side at the moment. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Alex, they want to know, okay, this is um, Adapt ICT, wants to know about the trend towards consolidation of the tech sector into fewer larger, larger entities. What's the long-term effect? Okay, so that could be as techified as possible. But effectively, all the big cars are it's consolidating. Consolidation, effectively. yeah. Well, what do we it, think dep- about that? it depends if it's if it's a consolidation that's good for technology standards. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, th- I would I would say there are people in the in the enterprise database business who'd be thrilled to have a common standard. You know, no. so you know <laughs> you don't have to consulting time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course, consolidation generally means bad news for for yeah. competition, but I. I think it's polarized is probably a better word if you look at the the cell phone industry. I mean, it's Apple yeah. versus Android versus a few other smaller players, BlackBerry, Microsoft, no, you know, Huawei. and then it's polarized as well by a manufacturer, you know, Apple versus Samsung versus Sony versus LG versus a renewed Motorola versus the the Chinese the Chinese Xing Xiao Xiaomi 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 Huawei ZTE. Sure. All these you know, uh, and look, I mean, if you see what's happening with with Facebook, that's with Atlas from Facebook, you know, they're giving Google a run for their money. Of you know, Google's got their advertising platform. Yeah, Facebook decided that hold on, we should be able to feed you ads beyond just the Facebook platform. So regardless of what platform you're on, be it Instagram, be it your mobile phone, your tablet, we want to be able to feed you those ads at the same at the same time. So the two big boys are fighting one versus one, and it's a bit yeah. of a, a bit of a knockout fight. Yeah, but, and it's uh, and it's yeah, it's it's kind of it's very interesting. Uh, we've got a we've got a message for um, um, uh, Y Dupes who is asking about using Ubuntu. It's from Temba Nkleki, and he says advice for the guy who wants to try Ubuntu: go ahead at lightning speed! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Uh, he says he switched to OpenSUSE. That's open. One word, S-U-S-E, Linux seven years ago. The last Windows OS I ran on my computer was Windows 
XP, and then he says middle finger to Microsoft exclamation mark. Well, what does he really think? That? So, so you've t- Timber's definitely in your yeah, corner. He thinks you Absolutely. should do that. Um, Let's go big. You know, I think uh, I think Timber, maybe your motivation is more. Uh, you want to use open source, or you you're happy with it. Uh, whereas I think uh, why dips your your motivation is to to re- re- rejuvenate an older Mission, laptop yeah. without buying a new one. So so Quite very good. Oh oh, Liron, we have a question from some guy, a, a little oh, no. known of heard, heard of caller called Gareth Cliff. Who? Gareth Cliff. Oh right. And right. he says, why do you th- what do you think of Apple foisting you two on us? I just, fi- I just, I find this whole <laughs> this debate remarkable, Gareth. I mean, I just, I, I, it just, it, it's like, it just says something about human nature in a way that nothing else can. So, you know, uh, we're talking about you two. Sure, you know, the last 10 years of people have not, um, have not grown up with you two as a, as a, as a mega band. Yeah. But still, they're like a mega band. You know, they're up there with the Rolling Stones and, and Pink Floyd. They like, they're an iconic band and you got a free album from them. A free album. I'm sorry, how much was that? A free <laughs> album and everybody's pissed off and angry that they got given a U2 album for oh, free. I just, I can't get my head around it. It's like, why? You know what I mean? You know, it's just completely, Insane. You got something for free and you've invaded my privacy. I, 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 yeah, you, no you can't. can't, you just can't explain people. You uh, can't. I've even had people who said, who's you too? But thanks for the album. You know, it was for free and you had to download it. You had to download it. It wasn't just magically arrived. Exactly. And I think I find it was in also uh, on the same note that they had to create a new tool that allowed you to delete all, I don't know, what, 800 megabytes out of YouTube, out of your iTunes, because you couldn't just press the delete button initially. I mean, if you're running one of those iPhone thingy devices and you don't have a little bit of free space for a couple of, I don't know, what was that? Free stuff. <laughs> I mean, for God's uh, sake. Free YouTube <laughs> right, right. album. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So good question by, I'm um, sorry, I forget his name. Who was that? Gareth. Okay, Cuff. right. That's You've it. heard of him. Go, yeah, go. yeah. So nice question. Um, Yes, very good question. Thank you. A a tune break. Let us do that indeed.
day you had to carry vinyl, now it's just jumping around. You've won your work of vinyl, tables have turned, lesson learned, it's rotten to the core. Fast food beats are all you need to feel this dance floor. I used to ride on a rocket to the Just linking in quickly, and, and the whole open source data is available for all situation. I don't know if you had a chance to see about Cape Town wanting to have a facility to open source their data, their city data. You know, very much like they're doing in the states. So yeah, open data. Yeah, about time. Great, too, no? great idea. So obviously, the ANC is voting against it because yeah. I mean that makes I mean the, the most sense. But um, I, I think it's awesome because when you give people the data of the city. It's amazing what they can, what people actually can come up with innovation, just by understanding what's available in the city that you live. Why shouldn't you have access to that kind of stuff? Absolutely. I mean, open data has become a huge movement around the world. I, there's been massive agitation for it. I, you know, I know uh, in Kenya they've been pushing for it too oh. because the first thing is once you get the data out there, people can do smart Stop things with it. with it. Sure. You know, and and work things out. The, new, the city of New York, startup New York, I think they called or. I forget the name exactly, but we, I went to see them last year with, uh, I was taken along by a friend and they're doing exactly that. They're saying, Hey, we all live here in New York. Like find a solution to sure. our problems, like traffic and sewage and this and that. So, you know, like give people the, do, the sure. tools and the data to mine and they can come up with a great solution, which is, uh, no, awesome. I think the right kind of thinking. Yeah, in New York, one of one of the applications actually came out of the fact that you could ac- have access to your, you know, to a traffic movements within 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 the city streets. Was it was a great um, Apple app um, that you could download called Taxi. That what it did was it said you press the button saying I need a taxi. It knows where you are. Yeah. It knows where the taxis are supposed to be, and it says to yeah. you walk, 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 walk. When you get to the curb, you actually hold up the phone and it whistles. It goes, Hey, taxi. Because it knows what every what you know what's around you. But again, that it was only possible 
because developers had access to that kind of information. So imagine we had that information in Johannesburg um, or any city for that, for that matter. I think the government's obviously a little bit afraid of knowing how many power outages they are and how, which places doesn't have water and which places got potholes. But I don't know. Um, it's the data I think that we own. We pay for it. We live here. Surely we should have access to it. What do you think? Exactly. I mean, it's it's our information, it's our information. right? We generate uh, this. And what did the, what did the internet originally promise? Information wants to be free. Set it free, people. Set it free. <laughs> Let it fly. Indeed. Um, yeah. Speaking of um, free or not free, um, one of the um, I recently was in China with Huawei as the Inter- as a cloud computing congress. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I found absolutely fascinating that we take for granted. Is their ability to Google, you know, at a drop of a hat? You know, for those who don't know, behind the Great Firewall uh, of China, you go to fire, you go to China, and guess what? You can Bing, you can Yahoo, but you cannot Google. Yeah, you can't log into any of those services. Oh, yeah. you can Bing and Yahoo. Yeah, that was I a, couldn't. I couldn't get a hold of Wikipedia. All of that. Any kind of blogging platform, yeah, posters. Was, all of that time. wasn't. So uh, one of the one of Twitter. the only way. Well, so Twitter was blocked. Funny enough, Hong Kong everything was cool because Hong Kong's like the West. Yeah, Hong but you're going to <laughs> you you go to the mainland China and you're absolutely screwed. So just as a quick tip for anyone who's traveling to any of those, a bit of software called Pure VPN, which we'll tweet out the links shortly. But you download Pure VPN. Yeah, what it does, it makes a secure connection from your phone through your Wi-Fi provider out onto the the internet, in inverted commas, and because they can't actually snoop on that data, can't see what you're trying to browse, it actually allows you to get to any site that you want. The interwebs. So, the interwebs, the big people. <laughs> so um, it's called Pure VPN, and then I'll tweet out the link shortly as well. But it was quite fascinating, the fact that you naturally got to Google to do a search, and now you just can't. <laughs> what do, you, what yeah. do people do? Well, guess what? They bing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're just exactly. as good. Yeah. Um, China, fascinating place. They live in the future. I, I mean, I, yes, I agree, but maybe you want to tell the listeners a little bit more specifically. <laughs> um, just because they are several hours ahead of us doesn't really make that the future. I, 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 I saw someone send a message going, if China is so far ahead, why couldn't they warn the West about 911, 9-11? Uh, I mean, okay, so yes, the time zone is different, okay, but they can't travel back in time, so just to be clear. But, um, you One really the, had to explain no, no, that uh, to me. You, You're having a sense of humor failure, young man. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you about China and, about China and why, is, why they do live in the future. So first of all, they've got a really, really super fast internet. This ability of um, downloading and buffering oh, doesn't really exist. Just, um, it's just That thud was me butting <laughs> the microphone in despair. Yeah. No, one day, one day. Um, everything is dirt cheap. Um, and you've got no, no idea of personal space, though. I suppose with 30 yeah. million people living in Shanghai alone, uh, personal space is not something that you can kind of hope to achieve. But what they do have, um, especially with Huawei's kind of new innovative um, technology, is the ability to fully control your house from your mobile phone. They believe everything should be connected to the net. Everything is the Internet of Things. Um, a lot of services are already running on those on those systems. So you leave your house. It knows where you are and it says, hey, you're on your way home. I'll switch on the geezer for you. You're on the way home. Look, it's hot. You like the temperature a certain one. I'll switch on the aircon for you. All of those are real and available, not in the future, but available right now. Um, things that are 50 megabits per second for internet ADSL is kind of the bog standard. 
But if you want to download an HD quality movie or stream, no one downloads, you just stream directly. If you want to stream HD quality movies, what it will do is it will dynamically go and buy additional bandwidth for you just so you can watch the movie and then um, it will go back to your normal ADSL package after the movie is finished. So if you're trying to impress your friends with HD kind of movies, you don't have to worry about it. It will just do it. So a lot of that is happening at the moment, and a lot of that technology, I think, will filter to the rest of the world uh, yeah, at, at a point in time. It's interesting because you know the the the, the glut of broadband in North America is 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 a no a, a good glut, not a bad thing. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's um um the the that was caused in many ways, or, or, or was built by WorldCom and Global Crossing and and a couple of other. Big fiber operators that basically went bankrupt, and these, you know, I think I forget the last evaluation I saw was three hundred billion dollars or three hundred fifty billion dollars worth of of value that was basically wiped out and bought it, you know, like a cent to the dollar, and and suddenly there's this amazing free fiber network. So so somebody paid for it, but but basically, and 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 it's interesting to see how China's been able to replicate that because that had to be built. And I'm quite sure government governments footed the bill for it. You know, there, there's a, you know, there, we we might have our issues with China and the human rights record and other uh, issues. But when it comes to like building infrastructure to get their people ahead, sure. they're pretty good at that. They, you know, and the 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 that's the only way to go. You know, yeah. if you if South Africa's in the same position, if we if you want to get us to the same kind of broadband everywhere, fiber everywhere, somebody's got to pay for it. And, and it's got to, it's got to be done. It's just going to take time. You know, China were quite you know bullish about this, but they were quite open, and they said it's going to take us twenty years to be the same as the states. So we'll wait twenty years, and we'll. But build they, it. have they not have uh, have they not overtaken the states in in internet in users' ways. numbers? Yeah. Well, just pure numbers. Just, you know, just well, I mean, thirteen million in Shanghai. So yeah, I mean, they've got no, the no, national, no. The internet, internet users. users. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the stats are, and then um, I try to rope Arthur into this, but he he wasn't budging. But um, when it comes to when it comes to that, the advantage of them having lots of money, lots of infrastructure, uh, is that they could skip ahead of things that we did, like um, you know laying down physical physical cables. Um, and again, things that's why Huawei has done so well is they they've got seventy thousand people, out of those forty five thousand, do R and D, nothing else. But research and development. So, say that number again. So seventy thousand people out of um, you know, forty-five thousand people out of seventy thousand. Okay, people, so half. half. They spend three point five billion US dollars just on research. That's, that's more than half. That's more. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> not the most numer- numerically. See, look at the time. Hey. Oh wait, I got here on time. <laughs> 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 Booyah. <laughs> no, but the point is. Bazinga. <laughs> If we have, if they are serious about this big number one, and they're spending, putting their money where their mouth yeah, is, no, and they, go for it. They, they, you know. Look, I suppose that's why the states are so worried about having their equipment all over the place, um, and they're worried that the what China is doing is actually spying on the West, copying their patents, replicating their IP, and selling it as their own. And that's probably true to a lot of extent. If you think about um, any new device that's come out. Within minutes, it gets replicated out in China. Exactly, and that's and that. Let me tell you, is brilliant. Well, the reason there's a bit of a strange look on Liron's face, which you can't see, is that I've looked up at the TV to see that there's this just remarkable story. Um, uh, 
somebody painted over a Banksy mural worth 400,000 pounds. Uh, sorry, 400,000? Pounds. They painted pounds. over it because there was a dispute, and it's a picture of five pigeons, and so, the local pigeons are uh, holding up placards, anti-immigration placards, saying, keep off our worms, leave our worms alone. Or, wow. And someone complained about it, and they painted over. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Were you, did you see that amazing story about him, somebody selling Banksy originals for $50 in, in, yeah. in, in New York yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Like near Times Square and people, and they had it. They had, had this. It. People went and bought them. I mean, this one guy haggled and haggled. bought like three, like moved to a new place, didn't have any, it didn't have any, um, okay. art and he bought, he bought like Banksy originals for $50. For $50. And, and he haggled. Just, <laughs> and he haggled. I love it. Let's guess what religion he was. <laughs> anyway, we have a we have another message on WeChat from Colin Atterbury who says the only reason I haven't switched to Linux is because your gaming on a Linux system is very limited. Yes, uh, why dupes? You need to know that um, people don't write games for Linux very much anymore. But I, I would imagine that Steam has usurped that. I mean, I wonder if yeah. I wonder if Steam. Does Steam overtake that? We need uh, to I've find seen, that out. I've seen a lot of a lot of gamers kind of saying that it, that the operating system is catching up, but I think it's got to do with a lot of the hardware vendors need to have drivers available, so things of that nature. But I suppose if you're trying to just revive an old machine, gaming is probably not your top priority. No, uh, at this no. stage. Um, no. But it's a, but it is worth worth noting. Um, I tell you what was actually quite cool as well. Um, I don't know how many times you've happened to drop a phone. I see you've got a cover. What what cover do you carry? This is the Tech Twenty One Impactology. Oh, is this the one and you can that, bang your finger? Yeah, that, okay, br- that, that kind of orange stuff. It's it's quite interesting. What is what is it called? I I saw it about three years ago in. Um, in uh, at 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 IFA in Berlin, yeah. and it was the guy really like wrapped it around his finger no, and smashed it with him. <laughs> a little quick video, like YouTube, upload that somewhere. Oh. And I and I, it's so impressive. I mean, yesterday, yesterday, getting onto the plane, right. just so into, I was thinking to myself. So I'm in Amsterdam, flying home. I give the woman my phone. She goes, "No, you have to put your phone under the scanner." So huh? I put it underneath, and as I pull it out, it falls on the floor. And she goes, that's the reason that's we're the reason. not allowed to touch people's phones. So I thought that's so interesting because <laughs> almost always all changes to the airline industry and the travel industry relate to security and the airline's interest, <laughs> not the customer. <laughs> and as bizarre as this is and as, as much of a reversal as this is, nice. that, that it's actually in the customer's interest, not it, so that no one gets sued. But wow. nonetheless, the phone bounced along. And I just, I mean, I say to people all the time, you've got to have a cover. cover. I, I don't care how beautiful the phone but, is. I had, sure. a, I had a very angry re, re, uh, re, a reader of Stuff Magazine mail me and say there's a problem with, um, there's a problem with, uh, um, you know, he's, the, we said the, the Sony Xperia Z was such a tough phone, but he dropped it from about waist height and it shattered on a slab of concrete. And I went, Okay, like, I think you explained it yourself in that letter. Like, you know, you dropped it from a meter high onto a slab of concrete and the glass shattered. I mean, it's a, Shocker. it's a raggedized piece of glass, yeah. but it is still a piece a of glass. glass. You yeah. know, it's gorilla glass, but it's still glass, you know, and I, I mean, I've never smashed my phone. I'm, I'm like, I'm really but pleased you buy a good to cover. say. 
always have a good cover. See, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Autobox. So a lot of these until guys, until these guys came along, I always had an Autobox on. I see you are no, well, this wielding is, a, no, this a, is a McCoy a no, cover. This is a McCoy cover. Hey, okay. that's so like steel this casing. This is uh, you know, cat. You know, those are the people not who brought you the shoes. Okay, they did the caterpillars are the big. Building equipment. Yes, I know. Okay. This. No, no, because you say cat. No, they, oh, brought, the shoes. they brought the shoes <laughs> okay. afterwards. So the shoes was next. But effectively, they've got a range of covers for the iPhone and for the Samsung, the S4 and S5. That thing you can drop for a meter. Don't do it. And I can see the look. Um, they oh, can do it. Nice <laughs> soft astroturf um, in the office. Whoops. Um, so can they can that? do it. That's my phone. See, I'm an equal, 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 equal dropper. But effectively, 1.8 meters you can drop this phone from, and it will protect it will protect the device. I haven't tried it myself, but the, um, at the launch they did. Um, in fact, your mate Aki really abused these things. Yeah. Oh, bad. bad. That's bad. not that a, is not is not <laughs> a not an opportunity. Aki Aki does that all the time. <laughs> like let's throw it on the floor and <laughs> see if it happens. breaks. Right. Okay. He does that like just having a joke, you know. And, and even he does it with phones without covers. Yes. But we, okay. got a, we got a message from Josh who says, "I'm getting myself a One Plus One next week. I'm very excited. You should be. It's a great little device. It's a." Uh, one plus you know, one, that's two. Yes, yes, a great, a great phone. But uh, we're about to run out of time. We've only got five minutes left. Um, what would you say is your pick or your pick on of the week this week, Liron? You know, um, I'm, I'm still what I, what I really like is the. I just like Microsoft's new approach. Um, I think there's a change company, and I think that we can see it in the last, you know, called eight months, ten months, how they've actually stopped. And I say, yeah, but maybe 8.1 wasn't the best, and maybe we should have listened more, and maybe Windows needs to have, I don't know, Windows in it, not tiles. Um, and they're really going back to the consumer and saying, hey, help us. Mm. And if, and you know, as I said in my in my in my post there, that um, you know the old saying, build it and they will come. Mm-hmm. They've changed it to let them build it and they will buy it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking about contrition, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a, but a, a cynic That's would a say word. they have no choice but to be contrite, sure. because they have. That's where they are. Um, they they don't have a choice. They're only shipping fourteen percent of devices that connect to the internet, so they they have no choice but, but, but I, yeah. to listen and to and to build out their sure. business plan. I think that's a, a little, would be overly harsh. Yeah, look, um, I, I think if you remember that the whole that the way that they were already starting from a year ago with the Internet of Things and at, at Build, where they're saying, here is the units, here is the software, almost going the open source kind of model of saying, yeah, do stuff with it. We don't know what. You don't know what. Mm. But you know what? You're smarter collectively than we are internally. Outside the firewall of Microsoft is a lot more brain power than within the firewall of Microsoft. So I think it's a good, good approach. And let's see where that, what Windows 10 will, will come out as. So I kind of dig that. Um, and that was my pick. And speaking of picks, what have you got that's up your alley? Oh, we even discussed Ello at all, but anyways. We- well, I, um, you know, I've just been in, in the Netherlands with, with Philips, who are the largest maker of light bulbs in the world. And it's just a f- fantastic history. I mean, I knew some of the detail. I didn't know all of it. And a very rich history of like making light bulbs. They had a demo of the, of what the lab would have looked like. You know, it was originally out of little threads of cotton. Sure. Soaked in a solution, I forget made of what, but then it would be carbonized and, um, they, the, these like rings of, of carbonized steel would be taken and they'd be pumped with, uh, into, into a sealed environment with extra carbon to kind of even out the carbon plating on the, 
on the 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 piece of cotton, you know, until eventually they bought a tungsten machine and could just make, make like it. thin lines, thin wires of it. Um, and I was just looking at some of their new LED stuff, you know, their new LED lights, and they that's just really, it's really remarkable stuff, you know. I mean, if you think that the the, the light bulb is you know, Philips has been around for 123 years. The light bulb has remained essentially, essentially yeah. unchanged until a few years ago when these new uh, CFC light bulbs came out. Was it CFC uh, or CF? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> compact fluoride light bulbs, and they, they're basically like very small neon tubes in a light bulb. And now these LEDs things, they are so remarkable. They highly energy efficient. You know, they, they're costly. Uh-huh. Make no mistake. They're very expensive. Well, for but now. For now. Yeah. But the economy of scale is coming and they, they use much less electricity. You can do better things with them. And the thing I'm going to pick is that, you know, I was a little, I kind of originally thought, yeah, that's a real first world problem. <laughs> but one of the solutions they've got is that you can link, it's called Hue, been huge in the States, this Philips solution where you can, these smart light bulbs can connect uh, right. both Wi Fi or connect to a system. Um, and one of the solutions I saw last were, uh, last um, week or uh, earlier this week, sorry, yeah, Tuesday was um, that for people who are deaf or hard of hearing, you can you can color code the lights to flash different colors to tell you different things. Nice. If the doorbell's nice. ringing, nice. if your phone's ringing, you know, or you get an SMS. I think that's a really great. It's like a visual cue, a visual and, cue. And, and even though it's not gonna, you know, like. You know, so, solve cancer in Africa, uh, you know, or which is why it. people always go, Oh, well, you know, that's not an innovation. I just think that's re- for the people for the whose people lives who's going to affect really fantastic. And I, you know, I'm about to, I'm thinking of that very costly refit of, of LED lights in my house because they just saves you a fortune. And actually you can have very small fittings, lots of wall fittings in the new house, small <laughs> fittings that don't look revolting. revolting. That don't look like a BlackBerry passport, you would say. <coughs> On that note, <laughs> uh, gee, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. You've been listening to uh, Stuff Central on Cliff Central. Um, tune in next week or download the podcast. Please tell us what you think. You can get hold of us on Twitter at Cliff Central uh, and at Cliff Central com. com yeah. I'm at Shapshak. He's at Liron Segev. Underscore. Underscore. Liron underscore Segev. L I R O N underscore S E G E V. And this is at Stuff Central or at Stuff S A. Or we, of course, are on WeChat. Let us know what you think. Love you. Bye.